There you are. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. This is the Podcast, and we're here with another special uh, spotlight. Spotlight, the new series, the first ever episode that we're recording. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Mark. Hi, how are you doing? Jermaine, it's great to hear your voice again. You're sounding really <laughs> peaked today. I'm really up for it today. Um, okay, so we have a, a wonderful guest who's involved with a, a competition, a, a tech engineering competition, um, from what I understand. He's a, a young boy that's in school and uh, by his mother, and they'll be sharing a little bit about autism. Um, they've written a book. And um, currently in a competition with uh, is 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 it through to the regional finals? So we're going to find out wow. a little bit more about that um, very shortly. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, them joining us very very shortly. That sounds great. Mm. It will be. It will be. Where are they from, Jermaine? Do you know? America. Uh. Yeah. And in America, do you know big, where? Big place. We're going to find out soon. <laughs> I think they've just, they've just got the message now. So uh, cool. I think they should be joining. Ooh, there we go. And here we are. Welcome, Sherry Timmons. How are you, Sherry? Doing well. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Welcome to the Curious Anarchy podcast. Um, I'm here with my co host, Mark Wilson. Hi, Hello. Sherry. Hello. How are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Good, thank you, good. Good. Hearing about your amazing uh, child. <laughs> yes, sir. He's right here, ready ready to talk to y'all, and he's excited to be here this morning. Excellent. Can, before you put him on, can you just tell me where you are actually living? Yeah, we're just outside of uh, Dallas. Wow. Brilliant. <laughs> we're international now. You're definitely the hottest guests we've ever had in terms of the temperature of the place. <laughs> Although it has been quite cold recently, hasn't it? It has, it has. And it, the weather is really crazy. It's like in the 40s, <laughs> 50s in the morning, and then it jumps up to the 80s in the afternoon. So it doesn't know what oh, it wants wow. to do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, welcome. Definitely welcome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, I wanted, I reached out to you as you, uh, you posted something about your son, Titus, um, mm -hmm. who's involved in a competition. Is that with his school or with a, an, like an extracurricular project? It's actually with his school, but it will definitely lead to extracurricular. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So this is his first year, um, being able to be part of that team and learn and grow. And he just... He loves him some robotics, so we're all about supporting our kids, whatever. You know, we have six kids, they all have different interests, and this happens to be his, so wow. we're here cool. for him. Cool. So, what, what can I, can, so just before we kind of speak with Titus, um, mm -hmm. you say you've got six children. Um, yes. What kind of interests do they have? Because this, this is really indicative of the parent managing multiple people <laughs> with multiple yeah. interests, trying to meet all of those demands like what's that like oh 
it keeps us busy. It, it's it's what keeps <laughs> us going, you know, because we're always doing something different. So, of course, we, well, we've got four boys and two girls. So we've got um, all the boys love the video games, you know, so they're always trying to get me to learn how to how to do something on the on the video game, um, teaching me how to drive. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Elisha, Jermaine, he's um, we're, we're a blended family. Right. So Elisha's my firstborn. He's into art and he does drawings and some paintings and he does a lot of um, uh, anime models and they all love model cars. They put those together. Wow. Um, wow. Our 15 year old is into football. He's a he's a pretty big guy. So he loves football and okay. um, he likes drums. They all seem to like debate and leadership courses. So that's kind of I don't know if they might get that part from their dad, right? Um, <laughs> I bet that's fun at home, right? Cars, they're all they're all major car nuts. So I learn more about car engines and tire and rim sizes than I probably want to, but <laughs> they keep me up on all the latest trends. So it, it does it it varies, but it's what keeps us going, and it's it's kind of neat to watch each of them become their own person and have their own talents and their own passions. And to see wow. a little snippet of yourself in each one of them is a pretty cool thing. It's a, it's an awesome gift to have, to just yeah. be able to sit back and be like, wow, that's that's one of the better parts of me, you know? So, <laughs> I created you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or to be able to be like, no, a bit like that, a... that's your dad. I'm not claiming that part. That's your dad. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we have a lot of fun with, see, with each of them. You sound like The Incredibles. The Incredibles, well, yeah. we always say that we are the modern day Brady Bunch. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. it sounds like. It yeah. does sound like that. So, because we, we range from Titus, Titus just turned 13 and our oldest will be 31 pretty soon. So there's wow. a huge range in there. And it's kind of neat because you can, wow. you know, when, when you first become a parent, you have like all these, all these checklist items. My child will do this. My child will be that. And so yes. by the time we got to Titus, we're like, no, whatever is whatever, you know, we'll just go with the flow. <laughs> and so it's kind of neat this time around, you know, we're, we're um, the things when you first become a parent and you're so busy working, trying to, trying to get everything right, you miss some of those special moments. So with yeah. the younger two, you know, we're a little bit older, a little bit calmer, realize that when it comes to kids, you're not in control of everything. So we, we're really getting a second chance to, enjoy those special moments and savor them and soak them up so it's, it is it's a blessing so we just like i said whatever goes we roll with it the best we can mm. fantastic mm. great parents um, fantastic so, so yeah i actually met sherry through a trading community um and we've yeah. connected on facebook and we've been in touch and and yeah when i saw the post i was like oh my gosh i, I need to get him onto the podcast um <laughs> So, yeah, let's welcome Titus. Yeah, Titus. Good morning. Hey. Yeah, really. Good morning. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> They're waving me and say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi, Titus. Hello. How's it going? Great. Awesome, awesome. So. I hear that you're involved in a, a robotics competition. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into it? So, we got into the competition when my school was sending out papers to sign up 
for robotics. What we do is that we compete and present solutions to everyday problems. Okay. So what what was the problem that you had to solve? The problem that we have to solve is exercise. Mm-hmm. And who was your who was your target audience? Teachers. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so a little bit so, of that was the COVID, the whole COVID thing just really changed things around, right? Okay. So they were concerned about their teachers not having as much activity as they usually do and wanting um. teachers healthy to be able to teach their students throughout the year with everything being completely different. Wow, that's a tough task. Yeah, so their team came up with with the idea of helping out teachers. So Titus, what did you do to help them? How did you get them to change what they were doing? So in order to help the teachers exercise, we built a stepper for them to exercise on. Can you explain that a little bit? So our stepper has a pressure sensor underneath it to prevent the teachers from cheating, guardrails to prevent them from falling, and an adjustable platform for height. And then they get on it and, and, and get their steps in. They literally just stand on it and start stepping and get some activity, get their blood flowing out. And, and, and Titus, can I ask how long you've been interested in sort of technology engineering? Like, where did that interest come from? So starting in first grade, I was interested in robotics. But how, how old would you have been in first grade? Because like in, in the UK, we work via from year one to year, is it 12, 13? 13. Yeah. Um, so year one is like you're five and that's when you enter school and then it progresses up 16 17 18 um so what what age are you in in was it grade one you said i was six in first grade okay six six yeah wow that's a good age to to really get into something i know from uh speaking with um a previous guest that I've, i've interviewed sandra murphy um she has had her daughter following her interest of horse riding from the age of 18 months oh wow so from 18 months she was on she was riding horses and by the age of 15 she was competing nationally wow that's awesome so yeah it's it's, it's impressive and how old are you now titus I'm 13. 13 right so you've got a couple of years two or three years until you're you're leaving school or high school Yes. And and what do you hope to do beyond this competition, beyond school? I hope to eventually have my kids do this one day. If you could just come a little bit closer to the mic so we can hear you a little bit more clearly. 
So, can you repeat that for us, please? I want to go to MIT one day and help others with special needs. Brilliant. Having my kids one day compete in this competition. Fantastic. So, how many of you were were in the team? How did you get together? There are a total of seven. Did it just your best friends, or did, did the teachers put you in a group? So I originally started out with another team, but then I had to okay. switch teams because two of our team members left. Right. The team that I'm currently with, we have seven people. Wow. So does everyone have different jobs? Everyone has a different role? Yes. What 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 are the different roles into yeah. that go towards yeah. creating a robot and, and designing and all of that? There's the building manager. Yeah. Okay. They're the building manager. They don't do all the building. <laughs> That's usually the way with managers. There's the project manager. Yeah. The core values manager. And the okay. Wow, it's quite intense and like really getting an, a full experience of what it's like to build a project from scratch. Churches, do you all get on? Are you all friends? You all get on with the project together? You know, there's no arguments? No arguments. That's good. Okay. So I wanted to speak with you, Titus, about your autism. Um, if you could just share a little bit about your experience of, of, of having autism um, in school and just generally, what, what, what is that like for you? How does it present itself? Well, I have written a book about it and yeah. I've been very vocal about it at school so that people know that I'm doing something for a good cause. Yeah. And you wrote that book with your brother? Yes. Yeah. The book is called Autism and Us, The Tale of Two Brothers by Jonathan and Titus Timmons. So if you're uh, any of the Curious Anarchy listeners, if you're uh, interested in reading that book, please go and search for that on... Uh, where's it available, Titus? It's available on Amazon. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Accessible. Also, so, Typhoon, um, what would you say is your long-term goal? Like, where do you see yourself in, say, by the age of 23? Do you want to continue with education or? I would see myself trading Forex. Okay, wonderful. Have you started already? Yes. I know Sherry's pretty hot on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know your mom's pretty hot on that. Yeah, they actually went to the eight day boot camp, Jermaine, and, and learned the basics. And they are in the yeah. process of building up their own accounts and 
you know, the things that we talk about. And it's just kind of like, if I can learn it right now, why not pass it on to our kids and give them give them some financial wisdom and, and a foundation. And they, and they can, you know, like he said, he wants to go to MIT. There's no worries about sponsorship or, wow. you know, what the cost is. He, he's got his own account he can use, right? So definitely. Yeah. And then um, another thing he's really, really interested in is just being an advocate and a, a vocal um, person in regards to people with, with special needs, right? And helping people to... Um, be more aware and and we always say inclusion but if if we act in kindness we don't have to worry about including anybody right there's no no uh, labels there's no how do i do this or how do i do that you just treat people the same and so he's he's really really big on that and he does a lot of a lot of community service um every year he gives out hundreds if not thousands of christmas stockings to elderly people making sure that that um, oh, so wow. he's really really big on um, being a servant to others and that's that's where his interest lies he wants to figure out ways to make the world better so we just encourage him whatever he's got in his mind we feel like if he can create it in his mind it's our job to help him get it out and, and make it a real a real uh, oh, that's thing. Really cool. so yeah he's always doing something nice. <laughs> Sherry, um, you know, like recently we've heard in the news that in America there's been quite a lot of turmoil. You know, the whole the whole thing around the election, and everything. Has that had any effect on on yourselves on the community? I mean, it's just because it's difficult to hear like real people. You hear the kind of news reports. You don't hear what real people are going through or whatever. Yeah. Just wondered how. It, you know, you know, there's always divisions, um, whether they be racial, religious, or political. And it has really um, taken the band-aid off of those divisions. And so it's hard okay. when you walk through life and you're trying to do well and treat people well and the ugliness just seems to overflow, right? And so right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to work even harder because just just a natural response when somebody's ugly to you, you, you kind of want to snap back, right? But you, you have to work hard not to um, and just remember that one person can cause a whole lot of damage and it seems like it takes even more people to fix that damage that's how it feels every day you go somewhere and you don't go there expecting to deal with negativity but it seems like that's how it often is nowadays and you just and is that even in texas as well i mean because you know we hear about it in the other bigger cities but is that in yeah Yeah, it's, yeah. it's everywhere you go um and it, it wow. just seems like something that maybe was behind closed doors has been an excuse uh-huh. to just be full blown and not be hidden behind closed doors anymore. Right. And, and so right. it's not that it was never there; it's just that people tiptoed around it, and now there's no tiptoeing. You gotta, yes. you gotta face it head on. So yeah. And and how does that how has that affected the children? You know, in terms of schooling and helping in the community, has that been? like a problem or has it been something that you could contain or how does it work definitely not containable um the sad thing is what we pour into our children's at at home often leaves our home right and so there are definitely things that our children will have to face that we would like them not to but it's 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 how the world goes you can't protect your children from everything and so we're finding ourselves Mm -hmm. having to have conversations um with our younger children 
that we didn't have to have for a very long time with our older children. Mm. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah. Um, there are tougher conversations with our younger children than we had with our older children. Um, wow, that's, people, that's such a sad thing to yeah, hear. Yeah, the exposure is there, right? Um, which again, mm. it wasn't yep. that it wasn't um, a real thing before. It's just now it's it's more open. It's it's way out yeah. of the open, and wow. so our kids now are experiencing things that you just didn't think they would have to experience. And we're having conversations with them that our parents had with us. And you'd think there'd be some change throughout the generations. And so it's kind of really sad. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to racial conversations. It's really sad to have to have those same conversations with our children. Um, because it's like the progress yeah. that was made is just being wiped out and you're starting over again. Or at least that's how it feels, right? No, yeah, absolutely. So you know, we have to make sure that um, we stick to who we are and continue to pour our values and our beliefs into our children because it's really easy to just throw your hands in the air and walk away and just say, you know, if that's how people are going to be, then this is how I'm going to be. And, and we're we're all much better than that. And so it's, it's, yes, it's tiring, I mean, but you got to hang in there. You got to keep being that, that light. Yeah. Sherry, in, 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 in London, I worked in a few schools, mainly with autistic children, and I know that they suffered a lot from what I would call just children bullying, you know, the kind of stuff where they don't understand autism, and they to try and understand it, often they use silly tactics that were hurtful for the children. But if you're having this as well, how are your kids kind of bearing up to all that, you know? I watch our kids, and I even watch other children, and they are some of the most amazing human beings we can learn so much from them right uh, I yep, think yep, tend to yep. be more forgiving as we age we tend to we tend to find a, a yeah. little bit more of a struggle of forgiving um, and for us we tend to be a little bit different we are extremely vocal about our journey because it has been very difficult we have had to fight for sure you know, getting getting the services that Titus needs. And we know if we're fighting for it, other people are fighting for it. Um, yeah. One of the yes. difficulties we've found is specifically in, um, in our community, right? In the African-American community, we don't talk about our struggles. And especially when it mm-hmm. comes to having a child with special needs, we don't talk about yes. the hurdles that we're facing and we find ourselves isolated. And so we decided early on, we're we're gonna we're gonna be a bit of a rebel here. We're not gonna be quiet about this. Um, right. So it, it's hard as a parent, and it's it's hard as a person when you see somebody in need of something and they're not receiving what they deserve. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. we have um, we're quick to pull our children out of schools that don't meet their needs. We're quick. To um, question, hey, you know, this process needs to be changed. And if if people aren't willing to listen, they don't get access to our children, right? Um, good, so good. Now is yeah. really amazing. Actually, this month is really special for us. It, it, I don't know about in London, but here, um, April is Autism Awareness Month. And so Titus's principal has kind of allowed him to take over the school for a bit, right? Uh, 
who Whoa. does announcements on Thursdays. We had so many people, and I think Jermaine, you saw this post as well. We had a lot of people donate so that Titus could purchase 500 autism awareness wristbands. Oh, it was wow. handed out. They have five left. Out of 500, they've got five left. Um, every Friday, oh, the children brilliant. get to wear an autism awareness shirt or something from the autism ribbon, uh, one of the colors. And so again, we're just vocal. Yeah. Whatever, whatever comes to our mind, or even if it's something that Titus comes up with, we look for that support and we look for a way to make it happen. Um, because it's, it's easy to be quiet, right? And we do, we struggle. Sometimes um, we worry about how are people going to react to Titus? Uh, what will people say? And he's, he has, he's yeah. been bullied yeah. several times. And time it right. is a learning lesson and each time it gives us an opportunity to make him stronger and that's how we approach it how Good. do we pour into him to Good. help him learn and not shy away and and just be like well that's just how people are no that's not how people are we're going to change that so yeah we it's, it's interesting from a parental perspective um that he helps us grow right he helps us become better with yeah, all the things yeah. that he's challenged with and faced with. And so for our family, he's just truly been a blessing. He's helped us to see the world in a different way and to just think about things in a different way. I I, when I got... worked with autistic children, sorry. Yeah, sorry, go. go on, carry on. Now, I was going to say, when I worked with autistic children, what they taught me was a different way of thinking. So you kind of get into a very normal pattern of normal thinking and sometimes that doesn't solve problems yeah. to have a, a different way of thinking sometimes solves a problem that you couldn't see a yeah. solution to so that's what you sound like you're saying here as well sure that um is that sort of sense of a, a different perspective because they see the world in a very different way which is often a very right, helpful right. way i i like it um like as it's explaining to jermaine there's there's not a lot of fluff when it comes to um, how Titus sees things, right? And, and you're right, we tend to yeah, overcomplicate yeah. things, get all in our emotions about things. And he'll just yes. come through and be like, no, it's this This is what it is. Like, you know, you, you, you can either stay stuck or we can we can figure this out. So it's kind of it's kind of um, sometimes very humbling, you know, to have a child kind of point you in the right direction. And, you're kind of looking at him like wait i made you how are you who are you to tell yeah, me exactly how this should be? exactly so he keeps Brilliant. us grounded but also i mean just sometimes to have someone say like you're going i've got to do a b c d e f g and they're going but you can just do a exactly. to m and that's it i was like oh okay wow yeah. i didn't see that yeah, yeah. Uh, we get that often. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Is, is, there much is he still with you? As a family. As a, oh, support as a family. Um, oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's <laughs> always support, but when people don't know what they don't know, they don't necessarily support you in the right way. And they're trying to be helpful, not realizing that it's, it's actually harmful. Right. So um, yeah. what we've yeah. had to learn yeah. is to look at the intention. And if the intention is good, you, you say thank you and you, you know, you do what you need to do. Um, 
So there's there's always been that support. There's always been uh, the encouragement, but oftentimes we are on our own in finding the solutions or the answers that we need, if, if that makes sense. Um, but what I found is outside of family is where we've struggled. You know, the, the friends that we thought were going to be support um, kind of disappeared over the years. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it's because they don't know, right? They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They see you struggling and they're like, I, I just don't know what to do. Um, so you, you do. Often we have found ourselves looking up and just feeling really, really alone, which is another reason why we're so vocal is because when you go through an experience and you feel a sense of loss or um, fear, you don't want anybody else to experience that, right? And so the only way that you can help with that is letting people know, hey, I've been there. I've gone through that. Your answer um, may look sure. a little bit different than my answer, but I'm right here standing with you until you get to where you need to be. And so that's just always been yeah. one of our goals is any other family struggling with, with the same journey. We just don't want them to feel the same aloneness that we have at certain times. Sheree, I'd like to ask Titus a question, but for some reason you're coming across much clearer and louder. I don't know if you're nearer to the mic or something. Um, so when he was talking before, it was difficult to hear. Okay, him. he needs to be a little bit closer now. Um, great. Titus, can I ask you a yes. question? Thank you. I have a lot of people or friends here who don't know many autistic people. So could you give them some advice about how they could best help or be friendly to an autistic child well they can be friendly by knowing what they need and mm-hmm. not pressuring them okay of course and is it okay to ask you what you need yes Okay. Okay. And what about um, if you do things that's slightly different? What should they expect? How should they deal with that? Deal with differences because, well, they should deal with them so that with kindness, so that we we can Mm -hmm. build a better. Mm -hmm relationship with that person wow thank you that's such a brilliant answer thank you (laughs) Um, okay so i think we've got just a couple of minutes left now um titus i I really wanted to to just say thank you so much for what you do yes Um, definitely when uh sheree posted the the picture and I saw the robotics challenging you were through to the, the regional finals. In fact, when are, when is regional finals? Those start in about two weeks. Okay, wow. So this, okay. This wow. And how long will, will the competition be? Uh, it, it lasts for a little bit over a week. Um, but the, the real challenge okay. is this week. All the meetings, all the practices, all the preparation. So... Wow, yeah, we're wow, going to be wow, really wow. busy this week. Every day is something, and it's it's hours. It's not just a 30-minute session here or there. It's it's hours of preparation time. So 
we're pretty excited. Well, go, come on, go Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Yes. <laughs> um, and who, who, who are you competing against? So there's a, a league for each level, and there are um, several teams throughout different schools that make up that league. So are they in the same state? In, yes, we're all in the same state, um, but we're in different districts in different regions. So right. we're, we're kind of spread out. Shuri, can you let us know how he gets on? Because we'd be really rooting for him here. Absolutely. We hope he wins. Can you just let us know maybe yeah, when? I definitely will do yeah. that. Cool. Titus, go get him. Go get him, Titus. I think Titus could be potentially the new Elon Musk. But yeah. He, he's shaking his head. Yes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he likes that one. <laughs> All right, I like it. Go on, Titus. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Sheree. Uh, Titus, thank you so much for, for appearing on the shot. Yeah. Really yeah. Um, and good luck with the competition. All the best. We'll be cheering for you. I'll be, I'll be making sure that I follow up with Sheree and finding out how you, how you get on. Come on, we can win this. Awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, that is Titus and Sheree Timmons. Robotics Challenge, the next Elon Musk brought to you Come on. first on the Curious Anarchy podcast. This is Spotlight. We're, we're highlighting fresh new talent coming out in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Thank you. And God bless.